Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 173 of the Human Man Podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So the tracksuit party went off without a hitch. Uh, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I sent you a Facebook invite. You told me I can't go daddy-daughter dance. This was on the day of the actual daddy-daughter dance. It ended up snowing really bad. Wasn't that? That was the deal. It ended up snowing real bad, and uh, we canceled it anyway. But some reason you didn't realize we canceled it, so you thought there was. You thought we had the party. Thought I missed it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I feel like you. I would have talked about it because I mean, it's kind of a big deal. But uh, we we glossed right over it because we yeah. took a week off. No. Let's it. fast forward. Yeah. That was so it. Friday of last week, which would have been the March 9th, the yeah. tracksuit party went down. Went down. What did you think? Was it everything? Uh, I, I mean, from what you thought it was going to be to what it was, was it? I've never had an adult party, so be kind. Yeah, no, I had. Well, I had a really good time, but I'm a simple guy. <laughs> there's there's meat and cheese. There's charcuterie plates. I think I said that right. And uh, whiskey and people to talk to. So I was like, yeah, I'm. You could put me in a cardboard box at that point. But but it was. I thought. I thought it was a great time. I thought maybe we would have done more stuff with the theme of the tracksuits. But I don't know what the heck. I'm. What are you going to do? Like, like pin the tail on the mobster or something? Yeah, like, I don't know what the hell you do. Well, let me ask you this: Do you feel like, um, when you heard the the term tracksuit party, it's it lived up to what it was or what it ended up being, or because some people were, uh, more, like loud tracksuits. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, ha, 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 look at my tracksuit. And other people wore yeah. a tracksuit. It was like, dude, this is all business, my tracksuit here. I thought it was great. I thought everybody seemed to be on the same page for the most part. Most people had the run D- DMC-esque tracksuit style. A couple of the girls had louder ones, um, but that's fun. That's cool. I thought it was great. Somebody even, they, there was even a, a rear-end padding that happened. <laughs> um, and, you know, I didn't know what to, it was funny because I'm like, the layout is kind of weird of the house. And my wife's like, oh, don't worry about it. People, everybody, there was a lot of people, I don't know, maybe like 20, 25 people. Mm-hmm. Everybody pretty much congregated in the kitchen around the island. Not, so we have a whole like extra room where the actual like kitchen table's at. Yeah. Nobody went anywhere near that. I thought that was funny too. Like I went to a party, I was there for hours and I probably stayed within like eight feet to 10 feet. Because... That's, you know, you're just standing there conversating. Well, I guess you know how I get in my head. I was all crazy because I'm like, well, where is everybody going to sit? I don't want to bring up card chairs because it looks kind of crappy when you have card table chairs. Yeah. And I want to. So some people uh, went over that, that were at least dressed in theme, but weren't that interested or were like the husbands of my wife's friends uh, wanted right. to watch basketball. So they went in the, you know, just off of the kitchen and watched uh, basketball on the on the curve TV. While everybody else pretty much stayed in the kitchen. 99.9% tracksuit participation. Oh, yeah. My friend was the only yeah. person without a tracksuit on. Yeah, I know. I thought it was great. And we went over some old, since there was some uh, 90s rap or hip hop, debating on where you want to fall on that. 
um, there was some of that playing. And so we, since we had the suits on already, uh, a couple of us decided to see what we could remember as far as 90s dances. The Roger Rabbit was done. The Running Man was done. Um, there was another one that I forgot. That, that kid was... and play dance where you kick each other's feet. That was done uh, to the T. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it was great. It was, I was hurting the next day, though. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, one thing real quick. My uh, my wife, the only goal she's ever had since I've known her, two. One goal is she wanted to have an adult house party where people danced to rap music. Like yeah. the movie House Party. Yeah. Check. Check. And I think we can only go up from there next year maybe there's gonna be more dancing i think oh without a doubt i think that i'll bring lights and stuff my uh my wife's second goal is when she dies to be laid out on a pool table like a wire and then have people you know parading around her having a great time exactly like what you see in the wire what do they refer to that as they had a A detective's funeral detective's funeral yeah so she's not a detective and uh she's not from baltimore um, yeah. And uh, I've never seen any person, detective or not, laid out on a surprise. She wants corpse, that so badly. I, I, she just like it seems so so awesome that that's that's the, the idea. I, I I said Viking funeral for me. She wants to take it. Oh, I gave it some thought recently. Actually, uh, I don't know how I can pull this off financially, but I want to be shot into space. Like, however, like say say NASA, you're going anyways. What would it cost to just attach me on? And just like, a, like, 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 in like a bag, toss me out like space garbage. Like in a bag of oranges, just like glued to the side of the rocket? Or you had to make sure you get out there? I was thinking like more like a fancy glass capsule. <laughs> like I would look like a, like a, a, a pill. Like I'm like a, you know, this, like a, the old drawings of like pill bottles where it's got like all the little mm, circles in I it. I do. Like RX. Like Dr. Mario? Yeah, like Dr. Mario, exactly. I want to be in something similar to that. Sort of like when Spock got shot You out. lost me. Okay. Don't well, know. I want to be in like a. Why? Some sort of uh, uh, because I was just because I've already been here. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, you can cremate me, put me in dirt. That's not. There's a chance you're gonna be in space before it's all said and done, anyway. I don't know with 100 percent certainty that someone out there won't somehow grab me and find me and bring me back, and I have a whole new like. Now I'm a a Martian. I will tell you that ever since I saw Superman two, I've been terrified of being in space. Do you remember when the three? other super stellar superhero bad guys got like, put into that mirror and were like kneel before zod yeah when zod and crew yeah uh got stuck in the mirror and had to go floating into space for, i call it a mirror like i always consider I it like you, you know the, the the coke mirror they used to give away at the uh carnival mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like a Def leopard mirror but it has the three yeah uh, it's got eddie from uh <laughs> right oh, iron maiden uh, iron maiden yeah yeah that guy but i'd like to get shot in space i think because like Everybody's been put in the dirt. That's not that uh, true. And everybody gets cremated. Always an original. I just feel like, uh, why not? Plus, like, if we're going to litter. Because it's probably going to be expensive, but you won't. it's not your problem. No, that's not my problem at all. <laughs> if we're going to be littering the space, because I hear there's like tons of space junk out there already. If we're going to do that, why not litter space with me? You know? Well, or look, I, I won't even. The, the earth's been littered with you enough. So. I tell you. I t- <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I'm like, there. when I'm, what, what do we call it? Uh, like porno claws, Johnny Appleseed, like <laughs> yeah, I'll just right. throw my porno through space. I think, um, look, if it would save a ton of money, I would say, okay, just like take my limbs. You could even like, if you, I don't, I'm not saying like you should dismember me, but if you, if it's cheaper, just get my parts and throw them out. Like, um, like one, as soon as you, you know, get into Earth's orbit, quarter of the way around, 
my head goes. No, my head should go last. But yeah, all you know, because then it's like I'm not just in space. I'm like I'm all over. I've heard some interesting uh, ways to go. That ranks among the not so interesting to me. But you know, hey, whatever. Well, it was it was that, or you have a pool party where there's an inflatable casket, (laughs) and I'm inside that, and then everybody has to. Play Marco Polo around me. Would just push you down a water slide, and then instead of going like fish out of water, they got to go. You're on Ben. <laughs> you, you got on him or whatever. Or during the pool party, you have to keep the ball in the air. You know what I mean? And whoever lets it fall, it's like ah, then you're out of the pool until there's just a couple people bopping around. But my I mean, carcass. you could have chose frozen head, uh, cryogenically frozen Ben. You could have to, to, to be reanimated at a later date when whatever disease or ailment has been cured. I don't want to come back here, man. I want. Uh... You could have been in. S- Made into a cyborg. There's so many cool things to do. But that sort of like assumes that I'm going to be back. I'm saying like I'm gone, right? I mean that you definitely are gone. Yeah. I like the, I like the, well, I like the space. The dismembering thing is only if like it's a ton of money saved. Uh, But I definitely like the pool party thing. See, I still can't get past the part of like, as part of me is like, I definitely don't want to be in the ground, but I, in the back of my head, as irrational as it is, I feel like, what if there's a chance I can come back? Once mm. you're once you're cremated or you know, shot into space, there is no coming back. Especially if you're cremated and shot into space. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't sense. have that kind of self esteem. I don't think it's gonna happen. What if? <laughs> well, how about this? They always lay people down. What if you do the same thing? But I, my buddy Paulie does it. He's he does all the embalming and stuff. He could, I'm sure he could arrange it. Even if they have to sew me to the couch, so be it. Put me on the couch, and you can come and sit next to me for a minute and be like, listen, man, I never got to say this, so uh, I, uh, I forgot I owed you 20 bucks or whatever. And you could tell me that, sit by, sit on the couch. It would be like a super- I just super... stuff a 20 in your, in your shirt pocket and feel good about myself? Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be like a super gross version of Santa Claus, except for I wouldn't talk back. And not just kids. And I'd be dead. Yeah, I think we're skipping over the fact where your buddy works at a funeral home, and uh, mm. we never talked about that before. Oh, it's, it's pr- pretty he's interesting great. situation. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Who's he, great. It's great, or he's great. He both. <laughs> he goes and gets them. He brings them back. He juices them up. He he does them up. He you know makes what do you, um, the cosmetology portion of that. I believe. Now he, he's, he's like a one man. I mean, he's like a one man shop, dude. I hate to have you answer for him on this, but I'm sure you've asked him. So. You're the guy, because usually the people that they send out there are almost like that wrestling character, Paul Bearer. There's never, even when they're trying to be. Ironically, his name is Paul. When they're trying to be like understanding people in the, I don't even know what you would call that, the uh, death arts or whatever it is. Mm. uh, When they come out to the house to pick up a body. I don't uh, think they call it the death arts. they, 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 They try to feign like they're normal people, but we know that they're not. Because you can't be a normal person and do this. And this is not an indictment on your friend, yeah. but it's kind of an indictment on your friend. Well, I just feel, I've not met the I guy, but I, I, him... I just can't feel like it's, that's one of those jobs that's so far out of the norm. Like I look at yeah. it and I say, anybody who would work hospice out of the norm, like you have to be the most mm. compassionate, empathetic, like generous soul there is. Mm-hmm. And then there's the flip side, the guy that works at the mortuary, the mortuary. Anybody who would work at Speedway gas stations, it's like, I want to do 15 jobs all night for eight bucks. Right. Exactly. That's, you'd have to be weird to do that. So, but this job is just, it's off on its own in a way. Yeah. Because you're not only 
embalming. You're not, you're not doing an autopsy, but you're 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 taking out all the parts that don't need to be there anymore. That right by law. Yes. And you're sewing up other parts, and you're stitching this and and tucking that, and then you're putting a makeup on. So I'm wondering, cosmetology school, you don't go to, but for mortuary mortuary science, mm-hmm. I guess. Part of that is probably like, okay, you go to Mortuary Science 101, which is the basic, uh, you know, what you do with the body. Then, you know, the, the 201 would be like how you dress a body or how you stage a body in the casket. This is what in my mind. And three would be the makeup portion, how you try to make them look as they looked when they were alive or better. Yeah. I think he does that part. I may be overstepping, but I mean, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I, feel- I mean, maybe he does a lot. Of that, because I think a lot of times, and I could be wrong, that they bring a person that's specific cosmetology person in to do that last part. But I could be wrong. Depends. I think they do. Okay. I think that's a separate thing that just happens also. But I just think that he might do it as well. Is what I'm saying. I just feel like that's the I may hardest job in the that. world because one, you can never make the person look how they looked because nine, especially if it's a man, he, most of them don't wear makeup, and it's clear under the lighting of any funeral parlor that the person's wearing makeup. However, you you might be able to make them look better, I guess, but I've never went and looked oh, no. at some. And I, oh, I, no. I, I've never looked at somebody. Well, I mean, if somebody died of a, like, an like say, cancer, you could make them look a little more lively, even mm. though they're dead, which is the weirdest thing in the world to say, yeah. right? But people that have been in accidents or people that have been, you know, badly hurt, Jews don't have open caskets, so we don't we, we don't deal with this Never? anyway. Never. Never. What? You, really? You, yeah, you remember people the way they were, not the way that they are in the casket. Because, Add that to the list of things I like about Jews. I mean, think about how many times you've seen somebody go, oh, grandpa looked, or grandma looked, yes. or dad looked, or yes. whoever, and you go, that's the memory you have. Yeah. Oh, this guy was, they put him in the, in the casket, and he had his, his favorite Harley jacket on, and a pack of smokes in the lapel, and... And he had his eyes closed, and he had a smile on his face, and it's like that's—it's <laughs> just not natural. Yeah, well, I told you the story about my dad. Is he looked fine? I mean, he looked as good as you know, <laughs> good at the time. And uh, we wanted it closed anyways. The the, the um, sons and daughters, my brothers and sister, and I made the decision we just would prefer it closed. Like you said, look right. at the pictures of him happy. Blah blah blah. I don't really want to, you know, and. My grandma, his mom, was so, like, livid and upset with us for doing that. She's like, why would you do that? You know, she was so upset that halfway through we opened it up. Because people kept asking us, why is it closed? Why is it closed? I should have just said, um... That's what we wanted we, the family. No, we didn't want to tell you this. We didn't want to tell the entire family, but we actually, we are Jewish. <laughs> I don't want to, like, bring it up. But, yeah, we ended up opening halfway, so we did half and half. Just the bottom half? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I just his knees. Yes, and yes. Feet. All right, Grandma. Listen, we're going to compromise. The Grandma will make you a deal. But I. But feel he's not like wearing shoes. Is that going to be a deal breaker? Most people adorn the the room with great pictures, right? Of this person when they were young, when they were middle aged, when they had you as you know their yeah. child. What is the purpose of having all these great pictures of this lifeless per or life full hmm. person? And then displaying him lifeless five feet away. Apparently, it's the closure portion. Okay, I agree. Apparently, there's something about physically, you know. But I, I to me, there are there are relatives of mine uh, who I've seen take pictures next to, like that's a normal thing that they do at every funeral is they take pictures next to the body. Paulie does the cremating too, by the way, and yeah. all of it. I mean, he might not do the beautician, but maybe I'm overstepping <laughs> my. But I feel like he does. 
He's got I feel a like I should have just kept box. my mouth shut about it because now, you know, it's all up in the air. What does he actually do? We don't know. Yeah. Well, he definitely cremates. He definitely picks him up. He definitely juices him up. That much I know. The only thing I'm worried, I don't know, is I'm not sure if he does the foundation and lipstick. It's the only thing. Do you think they ever, and this is just, I but hope he could. not. Of course, not him. But and, anybody ever does, like, kiss makeup, then takes it off and does the real makeup? <laughs> if, uh, if you don't take the opportunity to make Starman every once in a while, and be like, yeah, well, be like perfect it. They want it closed casket, right? <laughs> Who's going to... I mean, wouldn't that be pretty Where's cool? Where's the victim? Wouldn't that be Where's pretty Where's the cool? victim? You get to make a star, man. Or the cat. Which one was the cat? Peter uh, Chris? Peter Chris. The drummer? Yeah. Yeah. You get to make a cat face. Uh, everybody's happy. You're, it's it's coming out of your pocket as far as the makeup. Space and Ace. And time. Right. You I mean, could, uh, it, but what if you plan that and then midway through, grandma's nagging and nagging and you're like, fuck, what are you... You can't open it now because you, you opted for the Gene Simmons makeup and... Then grandma gets her way and, <laughs> the, you know. It's like, sorry. Then that gets you have to do the bottom half again. I don't think there's any explaining away of that one. Well, the bottom if... half's just those giant boots. Like, he has the regular top half's normal, but you put the, the knee high. Just those big, boots like, on. glittery, silver, <laughs> shiny, like, platforms. Or like a music box, and it plays, like, you know, one of their best hits. Oh, my God. Well, I guess maybe if you, like, you don't have a notepad, and you think it's going to be closed casket anyway, so you're just... Like, you have your ballpoint pen or whatever. You're just, like, <laughs> writing down measurements or whatnot. And it's like, you, you know, you didn't do it to deface the guy, but you didn't have any paper at the time. Yeah. So they open up later, and they see, like, your grocery shopping list or whatever, well, like, down his right cheek. Like, when your house is getting built, they write stuff on the studs, cut here, do that's this. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. And then they that's board, exactly, up, <laughs> board up the wall. Like, around. how much embalming fluid you need or whatever. Like, the measurements are all there. Oh, my Lord. Wouldn't that be great, though? Like, a music, like it opens up, music starts, close, music stops. I'm going to have to see if Paulie will listen to this. Maybe he can answer a lot of these questions for us. I think you can. Maybe you need to get a rolling list of uh, of questions and then come back or have him. I mean, hey, he could call in. We could put, uh, you know, put the audio on. Like a uh, scale of one to ten. You don't have to tell me if you do or not, but how likely <laughs> would you be to make uh, Ace, you, Ace Freely else. makeup? Uh, would anyone that maybe, hypothetically, if someone was to put Ace Freely makeup on uh, my grandma? I mean, if you go to the carnival, you know, and they have like the face painting thing, it's like, oh, you know, it's two bucks for Sting. It's, you know, five bucks for Gene Simmons. I wonder mm-hmm. if like, hey, you have the time. Nobody else is around. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, you got to amuse yourself. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, here's a perfect example. I, I have a... Uh, some would consider a conservative job at some points. And uh, I'm a dog food uh, salesman. I, I'm a yeah, distributor. I but I, oh, I just to clarify it, for people who haven't heard before, since you've told people. sometimes when I'm sitting in the office, in every office I've ever been in, you can tell that I've been there. And this is why. I have this like urge to create collages all the time, everywhere I go. So... The, the table, for example, is like I have a sticker collage okay, on the table. Yeah. Okay, but what I like to do is um, I take pictures of people and that we've encountered or that I know, and then I cut their heads out and I stick uh-huh. them on stuff with other and, and I I incorporate other items. Uh, you like for to example, make art out of various mediums. I used to work with a guy with the last name Philpot, and he okay. he. Not, a, not, not I wouldn't say a funny-looking gentleman, but a distinct-looking gentleman. So I got a new coffee pot for my work, and above it, I put a picture of this guy, and it says, if you find this empty, fill pot. And it has his picture there. That's pretty funny. So people come by. <laughs> that would make me laugh daily. Yeah, I mean, I have a picture 
of a guy that I encountered that um, he had something weird with his mouth, probably a drug problem, where he kept sticking his tongue out uh-huh. and uh, moving his jaw around at a fast pace, like he was gnashing his teeth together, like uh, like he was trying to okay. t- to make some sort of dust or powder out of them. Yeah, maybe and his in the process, sexy face wasn't working. He kept rolling his tongue out and putting it back in and rolling his tongue out. Very weird. This is super gross. So I m- took a picture of his face and then I cut the lips out and I made a movable tongue uh, with a, uh, a what a popsicle stick that yeah. you could you could actively move the tongue up and down uh, so people could see and understand my specific interaction with this person. <laughs> so uh, I also like to cut out old like skateboard, uh, you know, Santa Cruz, you know, the hand. Mm-hmm. The screaming hand, I st- mm-hmm. I'll stick that on the side of something that's inappropriate to stick it on. I don't know why I do it. I've always done it. You're sort of like like a street artist, but in the office. Yeah, I took uh, a guy I used to work with. I cut out. I took a picture of his head, about the size of a quarter. I reduced it to the size of a quarter, and I made about seven hundred copies of this. Right. So I took it and I put it a, a bunch of times on a piece of paper. Only a couple of I don't know, I don't know forty pieces of mm. paper, but I made it the size of a stamp. 700 times or whatever it was and then i went and i stuck it to everyone's phone the insides of their phones <laughs> under the toilet seats in fact i took the clock apart My i God. had the second hand on the clock mm-hmm. after hours and i stuck it on there so when he came the next day it was moving his head was moving oh, on the second fantastic hand. i didn't know you were so uh prankful because i you have to cut loose a little bit but anyway on the uh, on the artist tip that's what I, I i enjoy making collages and making things fun so i think that had i work in a as in in the funeral sciences there is no doubt that i would have people looking like bam bam bigelow or you know whoever my favorite wrestler of the day was i wish i had a talent that's that cool but one of my mutant powers is just forgetting stuff <laughs> so i feel like i would be like the, the tracksuit party uh, but i remind uh, yeah so. yeah but no but like i mean i got halfway here and forgot my headphones tonight i uh i feel like i would leave things in the casket often <laughs> you know what i mean like i would be like, like where oh. the hell are my keys yeah, the guys in the band used to make fun of me because once we went to practice and I lost my shoes during practice. They're like, dude, you came here with shoes? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know where they are. But uh, I would think, like, I would have to have, like, um, like warning tape and stickers everywhere. Say, check casket before leaving. <laughs> like, um, like, like, on the door, on the exit, before you leave. Like, did you, you know, um, you know, some businesses will say, like, did you check? Ex- employees must wash hands yes. before returning to the kitchen. Yes, employees must wash hands. Uh, other things, did you check X, Y, Z? Mm. It would be like, did you check the casket? Just to make sure. And their pockets. Just to Th- make sure. That makes a lot of sense. I probably three, four, five, up to seven times a week lose my Discover card. Really? Yeah, because I carry a wallet, but what happens is I only use my Discover card. I use it for everything because then mm. I get the cash back points. I used to do that. Well, so. Smart. Instead of opening my wallet, like I'll take it out, and instead of opening my wallet, I slide it in my pocket. I feel it going between the my wallet, you know what I mean, but inside, but it doesn't actually go into one of those slots. Uh, Sometimes I give it to, say McDonald's, I'm getting the kids something. Mm-hmm. They give me back the receipt wrapped in my credit card. I wedge it in my pocket because I'm not going to take the time in the drive-thru to take it out. Then I take my pants off. They're sitting around. My wife grabs them and throws them in the washing machine. My Discover card goes in the washing machine. Or um, I switch pants into some shorts. or whatever. I lose my Discover. And then I do the thing where I go, like, everyone's super annoyed. Like, I grab my pocket. Oh, my God. Where's my wallet? Oh, my wallet's there. But then I open it up and no Discover card. I lose. I've had to cancel oh, okay. my Discover card 20 times. Jesus, really? Yeah. And then I find 
<laughs> and I find I've never lost it and it and hasn't been recovered. But it's after like twenty four hours, I'm like, yeah, I've got to cancel it. You just need a new method, dude. Which, oh, of course. I mean, How about putting gotta, it in my wallet? But just you gotta. When I when we do this, all of our internet stuff that's set up for online purchasing, like my my PayPal and my Spotify, all with my Discover card. So whenever this happens, we have to redo all of our <laughs> uh, oh, all the website. My wife's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Oh, lastly, before we leave the whole funeral thing, hundred percent. One thing I didn't think of is like all the games that 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 people can't beat me in now. You could set me up at a Stratego table or Connect Four. PlayStation Hockey. Or PlayStation Hockey. What is, uh, oh, here's what you could do. Set me up next to a console with um, a Nintendo 64, and you'd have to, I don't know, glue or, or, or duct mm-hmm. tape. You have to duct tape Mario uh, the controller in my hands and let Mario Kart just run on a cycle. And, uh, you know, like maybe maybe glue my finger down on the gas button or something. So you could then finally, not you, I mean anyone. Sure, gotcha. Because it's never really happened. But then somebody could beat me in Mario Kart 64, and they'd be like, that was Ben's last gift to me, is he finally let me win in Mario Kart 64. What if I chose, see, what if you, you, you had like, I don't know how long it takes, and you have to ask your buddy before a body gets gamey. Mm. Like if 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 you if you died of a I don't even know what natural cause would be, but not of something where your insides were rotting out the whole time. But you're sitting there and and because you know I like to watch The Wire. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't have time to. Play, I've heard that about. I don't you. have time to play Mario Kart. So I feel like if they propped you up and I you don't like season two of The Wire as much as I like season two of The Wire. And <laughs> okay. I said, listen, I want to explain to you the subtle nuances of... See, because if I yeah. watch The Wire, I don't want anyone talking. But I can talk because I've seen it enough times. But normally if I say, hey, let's watch The Wire together, I want you, the other person, to watch anything. So Because I feel like I can pick up on context clues. I never have ever turned to somebody else and go, hey, what, what's happening here ever in my life? Oh. I just keep my mouth shut and I try to figure it out the best I can. Okay. So in this situation, though, I would be able to pause because there's no no time constraint. And That's I could, true. I could talk through some, some of the situations and try to explain to you why season two of The Wire is the best season. Yeah, you could be all. like, see, Ben, do you finally get it now? <laughs> And it'd be like, I'll take your silence as a yes. <laughs> right. I'll take it as a yes. Right. Yeah, that would make sense. So everybody could do their own thing, whatever that would be. But I'd still have you in Kiss Makeup. You want me to watch season two of The Wire while done up at, like, uh, the <laughs> yeah. cat? <laughs> I'm just going to refer to him as the cat. That's the only name he ever gets, by the way. Not out of me. Well, I mean, those are all good ideas. Don't rule it. It's funny. When you said uh, I can pick up on context clues, I immediately thought of a couple weeks ago when I went to see, um, I went to Chicago Theater to see um, Sam Harris. I think it was Lawrence Krauss, Matt Dillahunty, I think. And uh, anyways, they were talking. And these, these are three extremely cerebral, smart, really, really uh, well-spoken uh, people. So they're, And I'm up in the balcony, and I had a great time. And they, maybe we could talk about it later. They had some really cool concepts to talk about. But I was, I'm not saying I was the dumbest one in the entire theater. But you're also not saying you weren't. I don't have proof that I wasn't. <laughs> I don't have any, there's no way for me to prove it. Here's what I do know. There was at least uh, a baker's dozen times when the whole theater, and I feel like I have a sense of humor. I feel like I understand when someone is making a joke or not. There was, there was many a time where the whole theater would start laughing at something after the uh, astrophysicist was done speaking. They're all like, ha ha. And I was like, ha. I'd look around and like, right, you guys, you know, right? Cause, uh, cause I mean, obviously the, the orbit of the, this is, 
This fucking guy's crazy, man. Did they have an applause sign at least for-, for... No, dude. It was just like, no, they were like, if you don't laugh, it's because you're the dumb one. <laughs> so everyone's just nervous laughing. Nobody has any real they, No, I just think they all got it. They were like, oh, yeah, it's a joke about a- uh, you know, they're I'm, all doing their own podcast right now, all telling the same story from the perspective of of them being the, the person who just laughed. They're like, so I, so I said three rows behind this guy. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't he didn't even get pie jokes when they made him. But yeah, it was uh, it was I mean it was great. It was a good time, and I got I got ninety eighty four percent of the stuff they talked about. But uh, yeah, it was it was, it was pretty funny, man. Let, let me. Uh... Let me talk to you real quick about. Uh, I know you. You said you had a couple of news stories uh, ready no, to go. It doesn't. I can get to them. But, but in in the in the vein of talking about news stories, uh, I want to talk about the uh, the nationwide walkout today. So I don't want to talk about the actual walkout, but what I do want to talk about is this. I heard a lot of people saying, well, you know, we have to give, uh, you know, these children are smarter than children of past generations, and we have to start, uh, you know, listening to children's opinions. And, and when I say children, I'm talking about teenage, anybody from, you know, 13 to yeah. school age, middle school, junior high. and I refer high to them as children. Uh, we need to start listening to them and taking their opinions seriously. They're really smart and they know what they're talking about. And this is what okay. I have to say about that. <laughs> My dad always told me, or to paraphrase, you will have an opinion when you have a job and you earn an opinion. Until then, you have my opinion. And that's that's it. I don't care. Yeah. You know. And again, I'm not trying to paint him with any kind of brush because I, I, I agree with this sentiment. Everybody has their own opinions based on you know, their life experiences. So my kid probably has an opinion on, on any topic I bring up. He has an opinion based on his life experience, which are nil. Yeah. So just because you watch something on the news or you saw a movie or you listen to some kind of music, and this is where I'm going with this music informs your feelings about everything. When you're a teenager, it's the most important thing to you. If it's not, you're one of those people that grow up to, uh, (laughs) <laughs> put makeup on dead bodies i guess i don't know <laughs> music is a, uh, but is i'm just strong. saying like just to simplify in, in the most moronic terms i don't want a kid that that feels the same way as an adult and i don't want a world where teenagers and adults agree on shit because that's where you lose your creativity the whole point of being a kid the whole point of music the whole point of of all of this is for you as a kid to have these wild and crazy ideas and maybe maybe you could make art and music and things like this but that's I don't I don't believe we get anywhere until you you have your own life experiences and such and some people live a hard life by the time they're 13, 15, 17, whatever. Sure. But I feel like I was listening to every word that Jello Biafra had to say when I was, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 mm-hmm. all the way 
you know, everything that the, the circle jerks and, and black flag and, and all these people and, and their politics were my politics. And I had no business having politics, Yeah, you know, and people that listen to Tori Amos and people that listen to, you know, the cranberries or whatever, whatever your, your I certainly, flavor I was. certainly thought along similar lines as Kurt Cobain did and, in, and, in the mid to late nineties. I just, I took his opinions cause I thought he was cool. And, and I've talked about this before when people go, well, like, why doesn't, why doesn't, Let's just use him for example. Why doesn't Why doesn't Bono shut his mouth? Like, who is he? Well, I mean, it's a guy with a huge audience. Yeah, why should he's he? no difference than me or you. I or mean, him in else. particular, I wish he would. But most celebrities, but, yeah, go ahead. But you care. get what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. my intention was just to say I didn't have an opinion, and I turned out just fine when I finally got a job and had the right to have one. Well, dude, I, I don't think I should have been allowed to have an opinion until I was at least 25. I tell yeah, my kids that sure. all the time. My kid says, "Well, can I explain how I feel about it?" You can, but I, not to me because I don't care. I'm watching The Wire. Yeah, I I mean, I like we've said it before, like, I think about back in the day, it was never like, hey, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? It was just what Dad was watching. Because he was at work all day, so if he was watching TV, but he finally just, came home to watch it. It's not going to, so you better like MASH. I, and luckily for me, I do. I could imagine that, you know, I sat down and my dad, who no, undoubtedly voted for Ronald Reagan, <laughs> I would have said like, Hey, F Reagan, man, you know, yeah, and, and he would have yeah, been yeah. like, okay, why? First of all, he would have never said why. He probably would have slapped the shit out of me just for, why are we even having said, this what do you discussion? Know about it? Yeah, you, exactly. You kid? Exactly. Don't and talk to me like, about Reagan. And then I would have spouted off a lyric or a, a a paragraph of lyrics or an article I read from, you know, some fanzine or something like that where right. it, it's, it's probably completely uninformed. Trickle down doesn't work, dad. <laughs> That's what you would have said. That was my first statement on this my second statement is i think i like i'm waiting any minute for my kid to be and this comes from something you said at the party or that you i've seen you talk about or heard you talk about where's my shoes no where you were saying like oh you'll say it on facebook or whatever like oh the coolest thing ever is my kid dancing around to whatever or my kid's singing along with post malone or whatever whatever (laughs) whatever it is and again you before you have like your teenage friends and hopefully they have older brothers and sisters, you're pretty much stuck. We had MTV. They don't even have that anymore. Right. So you turn on MTV and it just plays whatever it's going to play depending on whatever that show is. So if it's headbangers ball, you're strictly going to get that type of music. But if you're in the middle of the day, they're just rotating random videos around. You're going to see stuff. You're going to be like, Oh, I was here watching money for nothing by the dire straits. And then the next thing was a metal church video. And then after that it was in living color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you so, mean as like a post like YouTube playlists that are that are similar. Um, yeah, I don't see that's far out of the realm of of anything I know. But beyond that, all you had back then was you were in the car and your mom and dad played the music they wanted to play, just like we yeah. do. Yeah, and the music my mom and dad played was Linda Ronstadt and uh, Tom Petty uh, and uh, Steve Earle. Oh, George and Thorogood. I George Thorogood. Uh, depending on whether it was my mom or my dad, the yeah. b- big time into um, the Beach Boys, oh. but I, I and I appreciate that music. But I'm like, man, I, I they didn't like push it down my throat, and I, I didn't grow up to be <laughs> really big into the Beach Boys or right. uh, any of that shit. Yeah, my dad loved Bread. I don't play it often. So, so I'm thinking too. I can appreciate it when I think back lovingly, like, oh, I remember those times, and th- mm-hmm. that's the soundtrack to that. But I ask you. Um, how dare you make your kids listen to Post Malone? And how dare I? Like, you know me, I listen, I tell my kids, like, you don't get to pick what's on in the car. I do. My son will be like, here's my iPod. Let me play my playlist. I don't want your playlist. Mm. But now his playlist is built 
on beside a couple Weird Al songs, it's majority my songs oh, okay. that he has now heard from me okay. and then put in his playlist. And he's trying to show me when I actually shut up for a minute and, and listen to it. I found out that what he's trying to do is show me, hey, I like the same stuff as you. My playlist is your playlist, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm cool. I'm, dang- I like the same stuff you do. How man. dangerous is this? You know what I mean? And and, and sure, yeah, yeah. I feel like everything's been done. Like what? I don't hope my kid doesn't like trap music. I don't even know what that is, but I think it's mm. really shitty. It's got a lot of hi hats in it. <laughs> <laughs> so my kid already really likes that weird Russian singer on on Facebook. No, you know the not. one that wears that weird like tinfoil helmet that sings real high pitch and goes. The kid that sings Pokemon Go. I I play Pokemon. No, Misha. It's called Bedroom Something. I don't know why we know. It's like a viral weird thing on Facebook that everyone's seen. It's this weird skinny Russian guy and he moves like a robot <laughs> and he and he goes like bah, 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 I'm in. Bah, bah, bah. Oh dude, it's I'm sure you've seen it. If I, well, my kid likes that cuz he thinks it's funny cuz I played it before and laughed. And uh he kept telling me in the car the other day, "Play that song, play that song." So I was like, "All right." So I pulled it up and I was like, I'm "Pretty sure I'm being a bad parent right now, but you can watch it." And he's like, "What else does that guy sing?" And he goes, "If he comes to Chicago, can we go see him?" I go, "No, dude, this is like a joke. This isn't like good. This is like <laughs> It's like, hey, look at this. Look but at this. initially, he saw that you enjoyed it. So but I was like, like same... I was like, it's like, look how funny this guy is. Because look how weird. He's like, no, he's not weird to me. I really like him. And I was like, oh shit, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> well, it's funny that you were talking about like uh, the kids' uh, musical opinion shaping stuff. I we did a uh, segment a few weeks back called "Your Music Sucks." And I made a really long bumper. I got to work on that. But um, we talked about a dude, Lil Pump, mm-hmm. who sings. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. He Gucci says, gang, I don't Gucci know if he gang. sings anything. And then he goes, and he waits a minute, and then he goes, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci, and that's what he does. Now, he was the spotlight of your music sucks because his music does suck. Uh, he sucks. Everything about him sucks. And uh, Does he have a tattoo on his face? I just have to assume oh, that he does. Um, when, when you say a tattoo, you imply it's singular. How about, I mean, that's his face. He's got several. I think he's got some... The picture you're showing me has zero tattoos on his face. Okay, maybe I should play. You want me to play it for you? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, if you want, because I mean, he's got sunglasses on, so you can't see the ones. Yeah, well, whatever. I, I take your word for it. I can find. He just looks like a. Or sounds like a guy that. It was oh, a dude, he's got a face. bunch of stuff on his dumb face. But did he? Um, now, did it, let me ask you this: Gucci Gang, the song that you just said or sang, mm-hmm. was that something he made on a four track or? Uh, he's you know, a SoundCloud rapper. Okay, so it's not something that somebody he walked into, you know, Tommy Matola and was like, "Hey, check this out," and they go, "Hey, this, this is going to be the next big hit." No, he put this out on his own. He put this on the internet, and it be so he, the, the the somehow much to, to the court to, of public opinion said yes. Yep, yep, they said yes so much that the headline here is Lil Pump has cleared up the details of his record deal, saying he is making eight million for one album. Do you remember when 50 Cent signed with Dr. Dre and Eminem? Surely you remember. Like, I mean, I, I don't remember the money. But when he came out with In the Club, dun, right. dun, she was the biggest thing. Has he done anything else? As the Russians would say, he was the best thing since bread. Uh, he got, he signed on for a million dollars. And it was this huge deal. It ended up, whatever the details. <laughs> but it was like, whoa, dude, this guy got signed a million dollars. And he's fresh out the gate. Like, that's amazing. Right. Now, I know it was a few years back, but Lil Pump, eight million. And he just says Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> and then he has like a tiger and he's got pink hair. And he posted this video, which I can or can't play. It doesn't matter. And would you, would you? And it's, it's him on the chitter. Would he's you on the toilet going, yeah, I'm taking it. What's the guy's Lil Pump? Would you agree that Lil Pump's mom and dad 
think Lil Pump's the shit. Um, you can't have that kind of balls unless your parents feed into all your bullshit. I guarantee this was one of those kids who was like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like going to school today. And the mom's like, oh, you know, whatever, that's fine, you know. Yeah, I think so. But I, there's a part of me that likes to assume that his dad was never in the picture and that's the why he is the way he <laughs> okay, is. Okay, his mom then at least. Is yeah, a, his is mom a, likes is him a, a huge lot. fan of yeah. him. Yeah, Lil Mom, Lil Mom <laughs> loves Lil Pump. So he signed on for $8 million, and I just saw this, and this made me crazy because blah, 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 blah. He made some bold claims yesterday suggesting he and Migos run the culture. He had a record deal with Warner Brothers, blah, 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 blah. Pump has been a controversial figure among rap fans for, uh, with many forming negative opinions regarding his lyrical content, or lack thereof, and the sound he has contributed to. It is undeniable, however, that Pump has made an impact in the hip-hop community, making a name for himself by capitalizing on the enormous success of Gucci Gang. While the young Floridian has previously remarked that he would not sign any label for less than fifteen million, it was a shock that he settled for eight million. I just I, maybe I'll play this. Man, clip. I, I, I want you to have see. A code, ben. I want you to see this clip at, at some point because he he signed for eight million. He's probably eighteen years old, and he is posting videos of himself while he's on but, but the, while what? he's on the toilet, saying he's making eight million dollars. I I'm one of these people that says get it. It does not bother me that this dude got eight million bucks because you know people are dumb. It doesn't bother me. I won't give him any of my money. money. So I, like you know, do what you do, be you be you. It bothers me that Warner Brothers is like, yeah, that's an eight million dollar investment because they're they're chicken hawks, and yeah. they see an opportunity to take advantage of of the the, uh, the American public that is stupid, and so you, it, it's almost like a. a you know, people running these scams that call you up and go, oh, yeah, uh, your kid is, I'm your kid and I'm in Mexico and I've been arrested. And we all go, that's terrible. Why would you take, or, you know, I'm your grandparent. Right. How would you take take advantage of old people? How are these people any different? I mean, they're basically saying they're, they're the tastemakers. Well, because so they're they not just say, ripping you off. They're ruining your kids. Well, <laughs> what, what I'm saying is when they, these people, these record companies who who get behind a guy like this and put money behind them, they determine that he's cool, and, and these lemmings just follow in behind and go, well, I mean, hey, he's got a record deal, and other people say he's cool, and right. he's got well, an Instagram video. And- look, if he's getting that many downloads, then he is, right? By opinion. We're better than him, aren't we? Yeah, but to who? Entertainment-wise. To who? No, apparently nobody. Right. <laughs> That's my point. Maybe That's why get- I'm mad about it. Is he the guy that Rappaport went off oh, on this shit, week? Oh, shit, this is about me, not him. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I saw a video of Rappaport going off on somebody that said they were better than Tupac. I didn't know if it was that guy or a oh, uh, um, little somebody, I believe. No, I don't believe that was him. Rappaport. Can we w- talk about how crazy Rappaport has gotten in the last Dude, year? He went after he. It was like he did the podcast, and I still love Rappaport. But but it used to be like he was sort of like hamming it up for a fun podcast, and right. he's, he's a character. He's a, you know he's he's awesome. Um, but now he like for real. Talks like he's got a, a beef with Tim Tebow. No, 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 no. Um, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, right. Nobody could have a beef. If you got a beef with Tebow, you're a real asshole. Why? Tebow's a good person, man. Yeah, and he's but on I'd the be Mets. Like, Can you just please stop uh, with all this stuff? He, he he'd bother me too. Tim Tebow would bother me. I'd be like, brush your teeth somewhere else, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're bothering me. But uh, Tebow was yeah. He's go, going after Johnny Manziel. He heard all the football teams he played for. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Johnny Manziel, he's going after him now. He yeah, just he's it's like back a, and forth. It's like he'll find a couple athletes a week, 
They'll get but, mad but, at what he but, says. But, okay, so here's the thing. You're, and then he'll go, I'm going after your head, Duke. You you got a celebrity like James, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Uh, James Woods, right? Super conser- ultra conservative. And yeah. he's pretty much been drummed out of Hollywood, he says. Yeah. Whether or not he's choosing to not be a part of Hollywood because of his politics or, be, or Hollywood's choosing not to have him. Regardless, he's not in anything. And he's definitely gone. I think the last time I saw yeah. him was in Casino. Uh, but let's. He was in riding in cars with. Boys, but but then you have more. you you got a guy like Michael Rappaport who has a I think he's got it's a Netflix show um, currently about a kid with autism he's like the dad it's called Atypical yeah okay he's going as you would say hard at people he's going I mean at, he's going at their head Duke but like to the point of where he's he's definitely becoming like very polarizing because he puts yeah. his opinion out there and it's like I will not sway from this opinion and I'm going to go at you like he's talking about Johnny Manziel like hey Johnny Crackhead and obviously this guy's a drug problem yeah. and he this guy has zero sympathy yeah now I don't know there may be something where Manziel said something back and it irritated Dude. him or so I, I don't know what he's it not is just but, voicing his opinion he's going at him hard body karate yeah, no doubt and so I'm uh, like I feel like somebody needs to get a hold of him nah, I and, think, and, and, I think and, he's having a good time and he's like I'm gonna go out like uh He's going to go okay. out like Tupac, and some, some D-lister's going um, to get guess, him in Vegas. I, I guess know. it's like Bill Burr. Like Some people get a pass. Bill Burr can say anything about anyone, and his attitude is like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care if you're offended, blah, blah, blah. And people just go like, we're not going to make a big deal when Bill Burr does stuff because it doesn't affect him, and uh, even if it did, it goes nowhere. Matt like, Stone and Trey Parker can say whatever they want because they're like, they're like, what are you going to do about it? But some, I think that when you see somebody recoil and go like, well, I have to release a statement of an apology, um, that's when you have these people and you can ruin their career. But if you have a guy like Bill Burr, like he's arguing about to an entire city audience, calling them names, you know, and, mm-hmm. and whatever, no regrets. Well, no. he might have regrets, but I'm saying like he, he never was like, well, you know, I guess I got it. No. Not going to get it from him. Well, you know about mental warfare, dude. You can't back up an inch. You, you give an inch, dude. But- it's crazy that for whatever reason the media just doesn't even try. They don't try. Matt and Trey, perfect example. Maybe they That's know they're just example. like they're just like they're not going. Um... Well, plus those do those guys have done the most offensive things like more than I could even think of. So it's like at this point, what? So you say something about? Okay, so you're saying they're very powerful in Hollywood, and, and it would be no point because they make their they wrote their own ticket anyway. So what could you really do to hurt them? No, so I, why? I think they're saying like we came up doing this. We make no apologies. We've always done it. We don't care. Well, I, and it's funny. To my us. point is, is you got a guy who, at some point in time, there's no bigger celebrity in the in in the movies than Mel Gibson. He's huge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's just he's literally destroyed by this audio tape of his ex-wife. I think it was, and that those were like, oh, they yeah. were arguing. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the whole thing on the traffic those are the stop. Best. Those are the but best. but like, literally. He this called, guy is drummed out of Hollywood, and then has to has his own has to have his own production company and his, and, and and bankroll his own movies because nobody yeah. wants to work with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it can be done, but nobody decides to take as because take a shot at these because there's people. no veil of comedy. There's no veil of comedy for Mel Gibson. He can't be like, ah, that's what I do. I crack wise. Michael Rappaport okay. talks trash like almost for a living. Look at Dice. He went on Saturday Night Live. And they said, don't do this, don't do that. He did it anyway. They're like, you'll never be on Saturday Night Live again. And and I don't know that Saturday Night Live was the impetus for his career starting to falter, but mm. we were 15 years without Dice, where maybe he was in the, in the L.A. comedy scene or touring, but he was he was gone. 
Well, perhaps if he had another platform at the time, like Bill, <laughs> yeah. Bill Burr's got it. Like, he's like, at the podcast, what are you going to do? Like, shut it down? You can't. It's my podcast. Uh, I'm still going to tour. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It I, just seems like there's certain people that are dipped in shit. Like, nobody can touch them. I think it has to do with never apologizing about it at all. That's got to be the way to go. Man. Like, if you can, if you can articulate why you said what you said. But I still don't hear people, like, even people that are more, like I said, liberal-minded, I guess, saying like oh bill burr's he's he's a misogynistic asshole people just go no he's funny like no matter what he says i I know i don't think that either it's all part of the act but it maybe it isn't if you're listening to the words he backs uh, he i think he goes at everybody i i agree but i'm saying there's nobody it doesn't seem like there's been any group that goes like we've we've had enough and we're not taking it anymore from 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 this particular person sherry's berries did (laughs) <laughs> well, they had every Sherry's right berries dropped. They dropped him for. They dropped off of his show. Yeah, and then he turned around and went right back at him. So whatever. Uh, he, don't, he don't care. But I yeah. like that about him. I think that's a good thing. I it, you you can't. I think the Rappaport thing is an anomaly though because he's an actor. Actors usually can't get away with it because mm-hmm. they got to book their directors, production companies. Bill Burr is a comedian. Okay, he's just a mouth. Uh, Rappaport. That's interesting. But and and this is this is not to be disparaging toward Rappaport, but. He he's a one trick pony as far as what they've used him for. He's Michael Rappaport in every movie and every so you get what you pay for. You're not saying Zebrahead is Remy, <laughs> yeah, pretty oh much. My God. I mean, beside the uh, the political, yeah, but yeah, right, right. You'll get the um, same style, right. I right. guess. Yeah, sure. He doesn't stray too far from what works for him. Yeah, um, Toys R Us is done for. It's about time, but I feel bad at the same time. I feel very bad. I mean, it's always been a physically filthy store, but I I didn't go there for what, 20, 30, I didn't go there for so many years, never. I like forgot it existed, but then once I had kids, it's the greatest store ever again. I mean, every other store, whether, you know, where there's toys, it's, you know, Meyer, there's toys and, and Target and all these places, but yeah. they're not a toy store. They're a store with toys in them. Mm-hmm. So Toys R Us is definitely... That I don't know that there's any more beside that. I mean, there used to be KB Toys. KB's done. And then uh, FAO Schwartz is, I don't think it's even I still there, know. is it, in the city? No, most because most people would either go online or they right? get it at your big Meyer Walmart. But you know as well as I do, most people don't read paper books, but there's mm. something about being in a bookstore where you're like, I will, even though I have a yeah. Kindle, I'm in a bookstore, I'm going to buy a book. Yeah. Or at least I'm going to spend some time walking around and, and physically touching books. Absolutely. And asking, hey, do you mind if I, I'm going to touch you now? Well, it, <laughs> well, it bums me out because they have, well, they, not that you, not that we don't have a plethora of stuff everywhere we go. Like we're not limited anywhere, but they have a lot. I mean, like you want Legos or something, you go to a Walmart or Meyer, mm. they have some, but Toys R Us had like a like right. aisles of them. Uh, we went there kind of often, so I'm bummed. But most of all, I remember when I was a kid, my dad used to do this thing um, where on our birthday every year, it wasn't like today. We just didn't get toys all... Like, my kids get toys because I'm like, hey, you were good this afternoon. Let's go buy you a toy. It wasn't like that. Like, on our birthday, we got toys. So, on our birthday, it was a really big deal. We'd have, like, a $20 gift certificate or whatever it was, and we'd go to Toys R Us and we could pick whatever our birthday present was. Just It was huge, right? And every year, my dad would do the same thing. We'd be three, four blocks from it, and my, my dad would start circling the block or, like, different blocks. And being like, oh, looking out the window. and going, There it is. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> ah, it's getting kind of late, you guys. We're like, no. I know. He's like, I thought it was over here somewhere. This is before GPS, right. you know? And he would always say like, 
I really thought it was over here. I it's must got have... the Rand McNally map open. <laughs> but he would always go, I, really, I guess I took a wrong turn. Like, uh, you guys, uh, five more minutes, we'll keep looking, and then, I'm sorry, maybe we'll try next weekend. And we'd always be like, uh, uh, we'd start calling out like, oh, I recognize that water tower. We're super close. We're so, I, I know it's over here. You, you like, grasp. Your mind will make up crazy things when you're desperate enough. You know, I'd be like, oh, uh, I'm pretty sure that that shopping cart was was by Toys R Us. You know, there was a uh, there was a tree by it and you make up whatever. And then last he would go like, I'm really sorry. I know it's your birthday. We'll we'll try again next week or whatever. And last minute, like he'd go over the hill as we were about to turn around and you'd see the sign. Mm. And then we'd all freak out. Oh, there it is. And it was like the coolest. I do it to my kids. It was the mm. coolest like trick because foreplay is. What right. makes it, everything so great, you know? And so it was that drawn out. You didn't, you, you didn't get to go there often. When you did, your dad would make you think you weren't going to get anything, and then you finally get it. And it was just the coolest thing in the world. And so now, uh, although I use Amazon, we all use Amazon, but uh, it's done. So they're going to keep some in Canada, I guess, or something. <laughs> yeah, online stores going to stay. Open Another for a reason while. to head to Canada. But plus, dude, that's thirty thousand jobs. Thirty thousand people ain't going to be selling toys no more. So. Um, I don't know. I was that's just that's that's hot news. I want to tell a story about my dad. Well, and I mean, put him down and they could start working on that prototype border wall. It's going to take a lot of people. It's going to take a lot of people. It's definitely going to maybe take a lot of they people. could make it the different colors. Yes, Jeffrey, Jeffrey the giraffe. Why not sponsor the wall? Yeah, there you go. Just use old toy <laughs> Toys R Us signage. Yeah, how many? To there's going to be a wall lot. I don't know. How, oh. Let me see if I can find out how many stores, but I'm, I'm guessing there's hundreds of stores, Shopping right? carts and then, like, s- zip tie them to signs to hold them s- straight up and down. That's a really good idea. Okay. It says hey, reuse, that, recycle. Uh, they're going to try to bundle its Canadian businesses with about 200 stores. So you're talking about 200 big Jefferies, 200, uh, don't they have, like, the, uh, it's kind of like the xylophone style, like, big colored mm-hmm. rectangles? Okay. 200 stores. Uh, okay, who wants it more? Texas, what are you going to offer me? There you go. What are you going to offer me to have the Toys R Us section of your border <laughs> wall? Something nice to look at. Something kid-friendly. Yeah. It would have to be like, look, Jeffrey wouldn't do drugs. Right. Jeffrey's right. for the kids, so we're going to beef up the border with Jeffrey. Um, How does Jeffrey the giraffe tie into toys? I, I, I never understood who came up with that stupid. You just need an animal. You think that was somebody? you need to start the animal with the first letter. Like Mr. R. Russ's wife was like... You know, hey, I'd like to take a shot at it. I'm in this art class Tuesdays and, and, and Wednesdays. Yeah. I had this cool little giraffe picture or like maybe she, you know, my brother is in advertising. He really doesn't have like any any real gigs yet. But, uh, you know, he came up with his giraffe. Like it, it really has nothing. I mean, like she, why wouldn't she you use a, to, a wind up robot or something toy related? Like she keeps trying to coax her husband. He's like, listen, we've had this conversation so many times. Kids love elephants and monkeys. <laughs> We're going elephants and monkeys. <laughs> And I, I I don't want to hear it again. I don't want to have the giraffe cover. It the feels next, ill-conceived. And the next night she comes up with like a little hand drawn like a napkin. I mean, I mean, think about. I mean, it. don't you think this is kind of? And you go to the zoo. The giraffe is the most uninteresting, uneventful animal there is, and the, the zoo is filled with uninteresting and uneventful animals. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I just picture her keep going like, okay, I made some changes. I know you said no to giraffe, <laughs> but like, what if he's orange? Did I notice he? Did I have? Did I tell you he's smiling? Right. This giraffe is super happy, and he goes, "Listen, monkeys, robots, elephants." I I thought it was pretty clear about which animals we want, uh, you know, to uh, one day be on the border wall. 
And then she does that move in that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where she's sitting on the floor. She opens up her knees like uh, <laughs> like Margot Robbie. Yeah, you have Margot Robbie. He's like, okay. He goes, oh, mom. All right, giraffe it is. Giraffe it is. <laughs> she just has giraffe panties on. He's like, bam. And all the, people, all the people in R&D are throwing all their <laughs> elephants and uh, robots and monkey things away. Where's your cat? Mm, that's a great question. Not in the box springs. Not in the ventilation system, as far as I know. Not, dude. All right. Well, I will say this: my father-in-law came over there today to babysit for a little bit, and he's like, "Hey, man, the, the he had a coal miner's hat with a light on it. Like, I got some other things to do while I'm here." <laughs> he was like, yeah, "He had fur all over his body." <laughs> uh, he uh, he was like, "Hey, your basement door was just open. Like, what's up with that?" So I guess um, I didn't use it this time either. But apparently, that's getting left open once in a while. Hmm. Well, all I can say is that is episode 173 and Lizard Lives!
Fuck off! 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 Fuck